section twenty of the life of ludwig von beethoven volume one by alexander wheelock thayer translated by henry edward crabeel this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter eighteen beethoven's brothers his first concert on his own account punto and the sonata for horn stiebelt confounded e a furster and the first quartets the septet and first symphony beethoven's homes hofmeister compositions and publications of eighteen hundred it is not easy to conceive upon what ground the opinion became current as it did that beethoven in the year eighteen hundred and for several years to come was still burdened with the support of his brothers young men now respectively in their twenty-sixth and twenty-fourth years this mistake as to johann has already been exposed leaving ludwig for the first quarter of this year doubly busy having in addition to his usual occupations his preparations to make for a grand concert in april we turn for a page to his brother karl in the hof und Stats schematismus for the year eighteen hundred at the end of the list of persons employed in the k k universal Stadtschuldenkasse are the names of two practicanten the first is mr karl v beethoven lives in the sterngasse for eighty four in the same publication appears a new department or bureau of the above-named office called the k k in erst klassen Kasse, and the second of the three bureau officers is mr karl v beethoven lives unterm to Claden six o five it is not improbable that while simply proctant he may have needed occasional pecuniary aid but his preferment to the place of casa officier rendered him independent this appointment is dated march twenty fourth eighteen hundred and gave him a salary of two hundred and fifty florins small as the sum now appears it was amply sufficient with what he could earn by teaching music and the brother of the great beethoven could have no lack of pupils to enable him to live comfortably in fact he was better off than many a colleague in the public service who still with care and economy managed to live respectably it may therefore be confidently asserted that beethoven was henceforth relieved of all care on account of karl as of johann until the bankruptcy of the government and karl's broken health many years later made fraternal assistance indispensable at the beginning of this year karl had tried his fortune as a composer but probably with slender profit since no second venture has been discovered six minuets six deutsche and six contradances by him are advertised in the weiner zeitung of january eleven in double editions one for clavier and one for two violins and violoncello the concert for which beethoven had been preparing during the winter took place on the second of april it was his first public appearance for his own benefit in vienna and so far as is known anywhere except in prague all that is now to be ascertained in relation to it is contained in the advertisement in the programme and in a single notice sent to the allgemeine musikaliska zeitung 
the programme which was in the possession of madame von beethoven widow of the composer's nephew is as follows to-day wednesday april second eighteen hundred herr ludwig von beethoven will have the honour to give a grand concert for his benefit in the royal imperial court theatre beside the burg the pieces which will be performed are the following one the grand symphony by the late chapelmaster mozart two an aria from the creation by the princely chapelmaster herr haydn sung by mademoiselle salle three the grand concerto for the pianoforte played and composed by herr ludwig von beethoven four a septet most humbly and obediently dedicated to her majesty the empress and composed by herr ludwig von beethoven for four stringed and three wind instruments played by messieurs schubenzig schreiber zindlecker bar nickel matauschek and dietzel five a duet from haydn's creation sung by mr and mademoiselle Saul. six herr ludwig von beethoven will improvise on the pianoforte seven a new grand symphony with complete orchestra composed by herr ludwig von beethoven tickets for boxes and stalls are to be had of herr von beethoven at his lodgings in the tiefengraben number two forty one third story and of the box-keeper prices of admission are as usual the beginning is at half-past six o'clock the correspondent of the allgemeine musikaliske zeitung described the concert as the most interesting affair of its kind given for a long time said the new concerto had many beauties especially in the first two movements praised the taste and feeling exhibited in the septet and in the symphony found much art novelty and wealth of ideas but he continues unfortunately there was too much use of the wind instruments so that the music sounded more as if written for a military band than an orchestra the rest of the notice is devoted to scolding the band for inattention to the conductor which of the pianoforte concertos beethoven played on this occasion is nowhere intimated the symphony in c soon became known throughout germany while the septet achieved a sudden popularity so widely extended and enduring as at length to become an annoyance to the composer a public concert with punto before the month was out beethoven again played in public in a concert given by johann stitch known as punto this bohemian virtuoso after several years of wandering had lately come to vienna from paris via munich as a performer upon the horn he was unrivalled by any predecessor or contemporary but as a composer he was beneath criticism beethoven's delight in any one whose skill afforded him new experience of the powers and possible effects of any orchestral instrument is known to the reader nothing more natural therefore than his readiness to compose a sonata for himself and panto to be played at the latter's concert on april eighteenth rees informs us that though the concert was announced with the sonata the latter was not yet begun beethoven began the work the day before the performance and it was ready for the concert his habit of merely sketching his own part and of trusting to his memory and the inspiration of the moment even when producing his grand concertos in public probably rendered him good service on this occasion the Algemeine music zeitung three seven o four
preserves also the interesting fact that owing to the enthusiastic applause the sonata was immediately repeated april twenty seventh was the anniversary of the day on which maximilian franz entered bonn to assume the duties of elector and archbishop sixteen years had passed and on this day he with a small retinue again entered vienna he took refuge in an esterhazy villa in a suburb while the small chateau near which now stands the railway station at hetzendorf behind schoenbrunn garden was preparing for his residence whither he soon removed and where for the present we leave him at the end of february or early in march the charlatan daniel stiebelt gave a concert in prague which brought him in eighteen hundred florins and in april or may having finished his speculation he went to vienna his purse filled with ducats where he was knocked in the head by the pianist beethoven says thomas check rees relates how when stiebelt came to vienna with his great name some of beethoven's friends grew alarmed lest he do injury to the latter's reputation stiebelt did not visit him they met first time one evening at the house of count fries where beethoven produced his new trio in b flat major for pianoforte clarinet and violoncello opus eleven for the first time there is no opportunity for particular display on the part of the pianist in this trio stiebelt listened to it with a sort of condescension uttered a few compliments to beethoven and felt sure of his victory he played a quintet of his own composition improvised and made a good deal of effect with his tremolos which were then something entirely new beethoven could not be induced to play again a week later there was again a concert at count Friese's. stiebelt again played a quintet which had a good deal of success he also played an improvisation which had obviously been carefully prepared and chose the same theme on which beethoven had written variations in his trio this incensed the admirers of beethoven and him he had to go to the pianoforte and improvise he went in his usual i might say ill-bred manner to the instrument as if half pushed picked up the violoncello part of stiebelt's quintet in passing placed it intentionally upon the stand upside down and with one finger drummed a theme out of the first few measures insulted and angered he improvised in such a manner that stiebelt left the room before he finished would never again meet him and indeed made it a condition that beethoven should not be invited before accepting an offer it was and still is the custom at vienna for all whose vocations and pecuniary circumstances render it possible to spend all or some portion of the summer months in the country the aristocracies of birth and wealth retire to their country seats live in villas for the season or join the throngs at the great watering-places other classes find refuge in the villages and hamlets which abound in the lovely environs of the city where many a neat cottage is built for their use and where the peasants generally have a spare room or two cleanly kept and neatly furnished beethoven's habit of escaping from town during the hot months was therefore nothing peculiar to him we have reached the point whence with little if any interruption beethoven can be followed from house to house in city and country through the rest of his life a matter of great value in fixing the true dates of important letters and determining the chronology of his life and works but for the first seven years the record is very incomplete various dwelling-places in vienna karl holtz told jan he beethoven lived at first in a little attic room in the house of the bookbinder strauss 
in the alservorstadt where he had a miserable time this is one of the facts which an inquisitive young man like holtz would naturally learn of the master during the short period when he was his factotum this attic room must have been soon changed for the room on the ground floor mentioned in a previous chapter an undated note of von Sweiten is directed to beethoven at number forty five alzergasse at prince lichnowsky's but in the vienna directory for eighteen o four no street is so named and the only number forty five in the alsergrund is in the lamalgasse property of georg musil but prince josef lignovsky is named as owner of number one twenty five in the hauptstrasse of that suburb this was the same house it had merely changed numbers the site is now occupied by the house number thirty alzerstrasse thence beethoven went as a guest to the house occupied by prince lignovsky in may seventeen ninety five beethoven in advertising the trios opus one gives the residence of the author as the Ogelisk's house in the Gaza behind the minorite church number thirty five in the first story but that is no reason to think that prince lignovsky then lived there where beethoven was during the next few years has not been ascertained but as has been seen by the concert bill on a preceding page he was during the winter of seventeen ninety nine to eighteen hundred in the tiefengraben in a very high and narrow house as zerny wrote to f Lueb, for the summer of eighteen hundred he took quarters for himself and servant in one of those houses in unterderbling an hour's walk perhaps from town to which the readiest access is by the bridge over the brook on the north side of the derbling hospital for the insane the wife of a distinguished vienna advocate occupied with her children another part of the same house one of these children was grill parzer afterward famous as a poet the zeal with which beethoven at this period laboured to perfect his pianoforte playing and his dislike to being listened to have been already noted madame grill parzer was a lady of fine taste and culture fond of music and therefore able to appreciate the skill of her fellow lodger but ignorant of his aversion to listeners her son in eighteen sixty one still remembered beethoven's incessant practice and his mother's habit of standing outside her own door to enjoy his playing this continued for some time but one day beethoven sprang from the instrument to the door opened it looked out to see if any one was listening and unfortunately discovered the lady from that moment he played no more madame grillparzer thus made aware of his sensitiveness on this point informed him through his servant that thenceforth her door into the common passageway should be kept locked and she and her family would solely use another it was of no avail beethoven played no more another authentic and characteristic anecdote can belong only to this summer there lived in a house hard by a peasant of no very good reputation who had a daughter remarkably beautiful but also not of the best fame beethoven was greatly captivated by her and was in the habit of stopping to gaze at her when he passed by where she was at work in farmyard or field she however made no return of his evident liking and only laughed at his admiration on one occasion the father was arrested for engaging in a brawl and imprisoned beethoven took the man's part and went to the magistrates to obtain his release not succeeding he became angry and abusive and in the end would have been arrested for his impertinence but for the strong 
representations made by some who knew him of his position in society and of the high rank influence and power of his friends throughout this period of beethoven's life each summer is distinguished by some noble composition completed or nearly so so that on his return to the city it was ready for revision and his copyist free from the demands of society his time was his own his fancy was quickened his inspiration strengthened in field and forest labor was a delight the most important work of the master bears in his own hand the date eighteen hundred and may reasonably be supposed to have been the labor of this summer it is the concerto in c minor for pianoforte and orchestra opus thirty seven dola chalek and hofmeister at the approach of autumn beethoven returned to his old quarters in the tiefengraben in this year crump Holtz introduced to him johann emmanuel possibly johann nepomuk emmanuel dola chalek a young man of twenty years born in chodibors in bohemia who had come to vienna to take lessons from albrechtsberger he played the pianoforte and violoncello was a capable musician in his youth a rather popular composer of bohemian songs and then for half a century one of the best teachers in the capital toward the close of his life he was frequently occupied with the arrangement of private concerts chiefly quartet parties for prince czartoryski and other prominent persons as long as he lived he was an enthusiastic admirer of beethoven and enjoyed the friendship of the composer till his death among his observations are the statements concerning the hatred of beethoven felt by the vienna musicians already noted kozaluk he relates through the c minor trio at his dola chalek's feet when the latter played it to him speaking of beethoven kozaluk said to haydn we would have done that differently wouldn't we papa and haydn answered smilingly yes we would have done that differently haydn says dola chalek could not quite reconcile himself with beethoven's music it was dola chalek who witnessed the oft-told scene in the swan tavern when beethoven insisted on paying without having eaten one of the most prolific and popular composers whom beethoven found in vienna was franz anton hofmeister chapelmaster and r i licensed music art and bookseller he was an immigrant from the neckar valley and born seventeen fifty four much older than beethoven to whom he had extended a warm sympathy and friendship doubly valuable from his somewhat similar experience as a young student in vienna this is evident from the whole tone of their correspondence in eighteen hundred hofmeister left vienna and in leipzig formed a copartnership with ambrosius Kuhnel, organist of the electoral saxon court chapel and established a publishing-house there still retaining his business in vienna as late as december five eighteen hundred his signature is as above given but on the first of january eighteen o one the advertisements in the public press announced the firm of hofmeister and kunel bureau de musique in leipzig since eighteen fourteen the firm name has been c f peters knowing beethoven personally and so intimately it is alike creditable to the talents of the one and the taste and appreciation of the other that hofmeister immediately upon organizing his new publishing-house should have asked him for manuscripts to this letter he received an answer dated december fifteenth eighteen hundred in which beethoven says 
per primo you must know that i am very sorry that you my dear brother in music did not earlier let me know something of your doings so that i might have marketed my quartets with you as well as many other pieces which i have sold but if mr brother is as conscientious as many other honest engravers who grave us poor composers to death you will know how to derive profit from them when they appear i will now set forth in brief what mr brother can have from me first a septet per il violino viola violoncello contrabasso clarinetto corno vagato tutti obbligati i cannot write anything not obbligato for i came into this world with an obbligato accompaniment this septet is pleased greatly for more frequent use the three wind instruments namely fagato clarinetto and corno might be transcribed for another violin viola and violoncello second a grand symphony for full orchestra third a concerto for pianoforte which i do not claim to be one of my best as well as another one which will be published here by molo this for the information of the leipzig critics because i am for the present keeping the better ones for myself until i make a tour but it will not disgrace you to publish it fourth a grand solo sonata that is all that i can give you at this moment a little later you may have a quintet for stringed instruments as well as probably quartets and other things which i have now now with me in your reply you might set the prices and as you are neither a jew nor an italian nor i either one or the other we shall no doubt come to an understanding the first string quartets the reference to the quartets opus eighteen in this letter taken in connection with the apologies for long delay in writing indicates conclusively enough that at least the first set the first three have been placed in the hands of molo and company early in the autumn and it is barely possible not probable that they had already been issued from the press the importance of these quartets in the history both of beethoven and of chamber music renders very desirable more definite information upon their origin and dates of composition than the incomplete unsatisfactory and not always harmonious data already known afford the original manuscripts appear to have been lost von lenz quotes in his critical catalogue of beethoven's works an anecdote from a pamphlet printed in dorpat in which is related after beethoven had composed his well-known string quartet in f major he played for his friend amenda on the pianoforte the glorious adagio d minor nine eight time and asked him what thought had been awakened by it it pictured for me the parting of two lovers was the answer good remarked beethoven i thought of the scene in the burial vault in romeo and juliet this quartet existed then before amenda left vienna zerny says in his notes for jan of the first six violin quartets that in d major number three in print was the very first composed by beethoven on the advice of schuppanzig he called that in f major number one although it was composed later reese confirms this of his violin quartets opus eighteen he composed that in d major first of all that in f major which now precedes it was originally the third nota bene that neither zerny nor reese spoke from personal observation at the time of composition they must both have learned the fact from beethoven himself or more probably from dates on the original manuscripts 
a criticism of three quartets which appeared in the algemeine music zeitung in seventeen ninety nine which failed to give the name of the composer has been applied by some writers by long hands in his history of music for instance to beethoven's opus eighteen but erroneously they were the works of emmanuel alois furster born january twenty sixth seventeen forty eight in neroth upper silesia died november twelfth eighteen twenty three in vienna a musician who was so highly esteemed by beethoven that on one occasion at least he called him his old master the phrase can easily be interpreted to mean that beethoven found instruction in furster's chamber music which he heard at the soiree of prince lignovsky and other art patrons furster's compositions not many of which have been preserved in print are decidedly beethovenish in character his eldest son who in eighteen seventy was still living in trieste remembered beethoven perfectly well from eighteen o three to eighteen thirteen and communicated to the author of this biography some reminiscences well worth preserving it is known from other sources that beethoven after the retirement of albrechtsberger considered furster to be the first of all the vienna teachers of counterpoint and composition and this is confirmed by the son's statement that it was on beethoven's advice that he sent to press the compendious and leitung zum general bass which breitkopf and hartel published in eighteen o five a year or two later count razumovsky applied to beethoven for instruction in musical theory and especially in quartet composition beethoven absolutely refused but so strongly recommended his friend furster that the latter was engaged furster's dwelling in all those years was a favourite resort of the principal composers and dilettanti thither came beethoven semescal a very precise gentleman with abundant white hair schuppenzig a short fat man with a huge belly weiss tall and thin linke the lame violoncellist henry heppinger the jewish violin dilettante the youthful maysetter j n hummel and others the regular periods of these quartet meetings were sunday at noon and the evening of thursday but beethoven in those years often spent other evenings with furster when the conversation usually turned upon musical theory and composition notwithstanding the wide difference in their ages twenty-two years their friendship was cordial and sincere the elder not only appreciated and admired the genius of the younger but honoured him as a man and spoke of him as being not only a great musical composer but however at times rough in manner and harsh even rude in speech of a most honourable and noble nature add to all this the fact that beethoven in later years recommended furster to pupils as his own old master and it is no forced and unnatural inference that he beethoven had studied quartet composition with him as he had counterpoint with albrechtsberger and operatic writing with salieri nor is this inference weakened it is rather strengthened by some points in what now follows the earliest mention of a string quartet in connection with beethoven is that proposal of count apony cited from begler which led to no instant result then comes a passage from a letter to amenda do not give your quartet to anybody because i have greatly changed it having learned how to write quartets properly had he learned from study under furster sketches for the first quartets the original manuscripts being lost further chronological notices concerning them must be sought for in the sketch-books here not a bomb 
comes to our assistance in the petter collection at vienna there are sketches for the last movement of the g major quartet the last movement of the b flat quartet among them one which was discarded both deviating from the printed form more or less and one for the last movement of the f major quartet this approaching pretty closely the ultimate form thus this quartet was farther advanced than the others associated with this sketch are sketches for the sonata in b flat opus twenty two and for the easy variations in g major which were begun while work was in progress on the last movement of the quartet in g beethoven worked simultaneously on the first movement of opus twenty two and the scherzo of the first quartet while working on the last movement of the quartet in b flat the rondo of the sonata was begun the sketches date from seventeen ninety nine and eighteen hundred inasmuch as they occur before those for the horn sonata which was composed very hurriedly and performed on april eighteen eighteen hundred the sketches were doubtless written earlier one of the variations of the quartet in a major was sketched much earlier in seventeen ninety four or seventeen ninety five a little sketch for the first movement of the f major quartet found beside sketches for the violin sonata opus twenty four no doubt belongs to the revised form of the quartet in a sketch-book formerly in the possession of grasnick in berlin there are sketches for the quartet in d major which are near the ultimate form except that there is a different theme for the last movement then comes a beginning in g major inscribed quartet two the germ of the theme of the second quartet there was therefore at the time no second quartet and that indeed is the first there follows der Kuss, sketches for the opferlied the rondo in g major opus fifty one number two to a passage from schiller's ode to joy to gellert's meine lebenszeit ver strict in g minor to an intermezzo for pianoforte to the revised form of the b flat concerto which he played in prague in seventeen ninety eight and to various songs the indications are therefore that the sketches were written in seventeen ninety eight then come sketches for the variations on anleitung zum general bass which originated and were published in the beginning of seventeen ninety nine and after them extended sketches for the first movement of the f major quartet of which those belonging to the first movement are in an advanced stage those for the second movement less so a few sketches for a third quartet thus specified which were not used show that there was no third at the time therefore the quartet in f is the second and was planned in seventeen ninety nine another sketch-book contains the continuation of the sketches for the f major quartet and indeed for all the movements then an unused sketch for a third quartet still not yet in existence then to two songs by goethe one ich denke dein then to the movements of the g major quartet which is thus indicated to have been the third the intermezzo in the second movement was conceived later further sketches for the a major quartet which it follows was the fourth among these sketches are others for the septet and the variation on kent willst du ruhig schlafen which appeared in december in seventeen ninety nine and was therefore not composed earlier all these sketches date from seventeen ninety eight and seventeen ninety nine but the quartets were not finished 
in an unused sketch for the adagio of the quartet in f occur the words les derniers soupirs which confirm the story told by amenda the continuation of the g major quartet dates to eighteen hundred up to now no sketches for the quartet in c minor have been found the results of this chronological investigation may be summed up as follows the composition of the quartets was begun in seventeen ninety eight that in d the third being first undertaken this was followed by that in f and soon after or simultaneously work was begun on that in g which was originally designed as the second but as that in f was completed earlier this was designated as the second by beethoven and that in g became in point of time the third the quartet in f was finished in its original shape by june twenty five seventeen ninety nine on which day he gave it to amenda he revised it later whether or not this was also done with the others cannot be said there is no evidence the remark made in eighteen o one that he had just learned to write quartets need not be read as meaning that he had formal instruction from furster but is amply explained by his practice on the six quartets yet furster may have influenced him strongly he then wrote the one in a now number five intending it to be the fourth in this he seems to have made use of a motif invented at an earlier period the quartets in b flat and c minor followed the latter being perhaps the last the definitive elaboration of the quartets lasted certainly until eighteen hundred possibly until eighteen o one the quartets then appeared in two sets from the press of molo it is likely that the first three at least were in the hands of the publisher before the end of eighteen hundred as is proved by the letter to hofmeister the first three appeared in the summer of eighteen o one and were advertised as on sale by negelli in zurich already in july they were mentioned in the Algemeine music zeitung on august twenty sixth and in spazio's zeitung für die elegante welt in october of the same year the last three appeared and molo advertised them in the wiener zeitung of october twenty eighth the quartets are dedicated to prince Labkowitz notice of a valuable present to beethoven from his lenient and generous patron prince karl lichnowsky naturally connects itself with the story of the quartets a gift thus ascribed by alois fuchs formerly violinist and the imperial court orchestra under dated december two eighteen forty six beethoven's quartet of instruments ludwig von beethoven owned a complete quartet of excellent italian instruments given to him by his princely patron and friend lichnowsky at the suggestion of the famous quartet player schuppanzig i am in a position to describe each of the instruments in detail one violin made by joseph warnerius in cremona in the year seventeen eighteen is now in the possession of mr karl holtz director of the concerts spirituel in vienna two the second violin which was offered for sale was made by nicholas amati in the year sixteen sixty seven and was in the possession of dr omeyer who died recently in hudeldorf it has been purchased by mr huber three the viola made by vincenzo ruger in sixteen ninety is also the property of mr karl holtz four the violoncello and and andreas guernerius of the year seventeen twelve is in the possession of mr p were timber of vienna the seal of beethoven has been impressed under the neck of each instrument and on the back of each beethoven scratched a big b 
probably for the purpose of protecting himself against an exchange the instruments are all well preserved and in good condition the most valuable one without question is the violin by joseph guernerius which is distinguished by extraordinary power of tone for which indeed mr holtz has refused an offer of one thousand florins the four instruments were bought by peter theodore jokitz in eighteen sixty one who gave them to the royal library at berlin beethoven received them from lichnowsky certainly before eighteen o two but in what year is unknown another proof of the prince's regard and generosity however belongs to this namely an annuity of six hundred florins to be continued until the composer should find some suitable permanent employment the only known publication of the year eighteen hundred is the rondo in g major opus fifty one number two which came from the press of simrock as for the compositions of the year it is safe to assume that beethoven put the finishing touches to the first symphony the septet opus twenty and the quartets opus eighteen furthermore there can be little doubt but that the sonata for horn opus seventeen the pianoforte sonata opus twenty two the concerto in c minor and the variations for four hands on the melody of the song ich denke dein belong to this year variations très facile on an original theme in g were sketched and probably completed the only chronological clues to the horn sonata are the date of its first performance april eighteen eighteen hundred and the anecdote by rees concerning the rapid completion of the work no sketches have been found and nothing is known of the autograph but according to nadenbaum the beginning of a clean copy of the adagio is to be found among the sketches for the sonatas opus twenty two and twenty three punto was still in munich in eighteen hundred and since the work seems assuredly to have been designed for him there is equal certainty that it was composed in that year it was published by molo in march eighteen o one the septet for four strings and three wind instruments dedicated to the empress maria theresia was played at the concert at which the symphony in c major was brought forward april two eighteen hundred but it had been heard previously in the house of prince schwarzenberg inasmuch as sketches for it are found among those for the quartets especially the one in a major which belonged to the year seventeen ninety nine its inception may be placed in that year though it was probably finished in eighteen hundred shortly before its performance there is no date on the autograph it was offered to hofmeister in the letter of december fifteen eighteen hundred and was published by him in eighteen o two the septet speedily won great popularity and was frequently transcribed hofmeister had an arrangement for a string quintet which he had advertised on august eighteen eighteen o two rees thought that beethoven had made it but he was in error nevertheless beethoven gave hofmeister permission to publish an arrangement in which strings were substituted for the wind instruments and himself transcribed it as a pianoforte trio with violin or a clarinet ad lib this arrangement was made as a tribute of gratitude from the composer to his new physician dr johann schmidt the doctor played the violin and his daughter the pianoforte both fairly well and beethoven arranged his popular piece for family use and as was customary at the time gave dr schmidt the exclusive possession of the music for a year the theme of the minuet in the septet was borrowed from the pianoforte sonata opus forty nine number two but its treatment is original there has been considerable controversy without absolutely definitive result touching the melody which is varied in the andante kretschmer in his deutsche Volkslieder, berlin eighteen thirty eight volume one number one hundred and two page one eighty one prints the melody in connection with a rhenish folk-song ach schiffer lieber 
schiffer and there is a tradition that zerny said that it was taken by beethoven from that source Nadebaum offers evidence deserving of consideration that the melody is a folk tune Baris and begler who lived on the rhine had nothing to say on the subject erk and Bama, deutscher lederhort volume one page two seventy three published folk songs dealing with the legend which is at the base of ach schiffer lieber schiffer but the melody of the andante is not to be found among them and berm gives it as his opinion that the song printed by kretschmer was written to beethoven's melody by kretschmer's collaborator zuko maglio it is not likely that the melody had it lived in the mouths of the people would have escaped so industrious a collector as Erk, who moreover was a native of the rhine country the evidence would seem to indicate that the melody was original with beethoven composition sketched in eighteen hundred the pianoforte sonata in b flat opus twenty two also belongs to this year as appears from the fact that it was offered to hofmeister in the letter of december fifteenth it was still in an unfinished state on the completion of the sonata for horn as is shown by the circumstance that sketches of it are mingled with a fair transcript of a passage from the latter work there are also sketches for opus twenty two among those for the quartet in b flat opus eighteen number six and the later movements of the quartet in f no doubt the revision the sketches therefore belong to the year eighteen hundred but may date back to seventeen ninety nine from which it would appear that beethoven worked an unusually long time on the sonata the principal labor was performed most likely in the summer of eighteen hundred which beethoven spent at unterderbling it was published in eighteen o two by hofmeister and kunel sketches from the six easy variations are found amongst some of the last movement of the quartet in g which seem to be nearly finished again we can fix the year as seventeen ninety nine or eighteen hundred of special importance is the fact that the theme of the variations is the same as the first episode of the rondo of the sonata in b flat and the circumstance that the sketches are of almost the same date indicates that the identity was not accidental the variations were advertised as new by Traig on december sixteenth eighteen hundred the variations in d for four hands on the melody of goethe's poem ich denke dein were conceived at practically the same time as those just described beethoven at first intended to give each stanza a separate setting and to this end made two sketches which are associated with the quartet sketches and belong to the year seventeen ninety nine he then took the melody of the first stanza as a theme for variations for four hands in the same year and wrote them into the autograph album of two sisters the countesses therese brunswick and josephine dane on september twenty two eighteen o three he offered them to hofmeister in the place of the trio variations opus forty four with the remark that he considered them better than the latter hofmeister however published the trio variations in eighteen o four the variations indeed were not published until the beginning of eighteen o five and were described as having been written in eighteen hundred for the two countesses mentioned and dedicated to them an autograph preserved in the royal library in berlin contains four of the variations on ich denke dein an adagio in f major noted on four staves three with treble one with the bass clef a scherzo in g major three-quarters time and an allegro in g major half-time albert kopfermann who published the adagio for the first time in number twelve volume one of dia musique considers no doubt correctly that the three compositions were written for an automatic musical instrument though the number of new compositions produced in eighteen hundred was small attention must be directed to the fact that the revision and completion of works for publication together with the planning of new works gave a deal of occupation to beethoven 
amongst the compositions made ready for the printer were the quartets which were not ready till near the end of the year to them must be added the sonata in e flat opus twenty seven number one and the concerto in c minor the autograph of which distinctly bears the date eighteen hundred it is certain moreover that beethoven began working on prometheus in this year and the summer must have been a busy one for him End of section twenty